Hi, this is Sal Mayorana. Your Buffalo Bills breakdown is coming right up after this message from our sponsor, Rochester Flooring, Kitchen and Bath. We felt that we needed to grow and diversify into the kitchen and bath. We've been a carpet and flooring specialist for many, many years. The addition of the kitchen and bath division has been a great addition. You know, we're the doctor of flooring and remodeling, and we want to prescribe the right product for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Buffalo Bills Breakdown. I'm Sal Mayorana, back with Leo Roth. After the holidays, we, we skipped week 17, Leo, because it's... It was a Christmas week, tough yeah. scheduling. And the well, game. the schedule was good. I was over there last Thursday. So yeah, that's true. That's right. Got, and the game really wasn't all that one that we needed to be talking too much about. But we are back now because the Buffalo Bills are in the playoffs. Second time in three years under Sean McDermott. And this time they deserved it. <laughs> this time they earned their way in uh, with two weeks to spare, actually. And, Leo, they go down to Houston. And I'll tell you what, this is a team, I think going down to Jacksonville the first year, we knew that Bills team probably wasn't going to beat Jacksonville. That Jacksonville team ended up almost going to the Super Bowl yeah. if they hadn't screwed up at the end against the Patriots. So that was a game the Bills, I didn't think, had a chance to win this time. I think they absolutely can go down in Houston and, and get a win. What do you think? Yeah, well, that you know, going back to that uh, Tyrod Taylor's team, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was struggling offensively. It was pretty, actually statistically pretty similar to it was. Josh Allen's offense. The big difference here is that that Jacksonville defense was number two, yeah. I think, in number two in yards and points allowed. Very good defense. It was an awesome year for them. They've since shows you how quickly things can turn on. And you know, it's, so that's why it's great just to get off track. It's great that the Bills have made the playoffs. And I asked Coach McDermott this yesterday: is there's no time like the present because there's no guarantees about next year and sure. the year after that. You know, the, the Bills are on a ascending course, but there's, there's no guarantees. So. Um, yeah, I, I think the big difference here, Sal, is again, yeah, they, th this offense can go down with Josh Allen, and they can, uh, they got a chance against a defense that looks pretty vulnerable in the Texans. They, we were just talking about how they rank uh, uh, 30, 30th and 31st, I think, or very, the, near, very near the bottom the 30, in third, down, third downs and red zone defense. 31st in the league <clears throat> in third down conversions against. Only Washington was worse, but... If you look at the playoff teams, this is the lowest, that's the worst ranking of a third down defense since the merger of playoff teams. Yeah. So that tells you something that. 40, almost 50% almost of the time teams are converting, yeah, converting third downs on, on third down. So the Bills, I think, are going to have some opportunities, especially if they can get into, I, I mentioned this point on the radio a little while ago. One of the problems this year for the Bills, especially late in the year, because they've played six straight top ten defenses, by the way, and they're finally going to get a defense that's not that highly ranked. They've, they've not done a great job on first and second down towards the end of the year here, right. and that's going to be important because if they can get into manageable third down against this defense, I think they're going to be able to move the sticks pretty frequently, and hopefully that will lead to them finally beating the 20-point barrier, which has become an issue for this team, especially late in the year. So you're, you're right about that. Um, this Houston defense, they're going to get J.J. Watt back, I guess, probably in this game. It seems that yeah, the winds are blowing that way. But absolutely, this is not a, a, a solid, really dangerous defense. They've got some really good players. But as a unit, I think the Bills can certainly get some things going. And like I said, they've had so much trouble because they've played six straight, since the Miami game in mm -hmm. November, six straight defenses that are in the top 10. So it's about oh, no. time the Bills get a easier game, I think. Yeah, it's been a gauntlet. It's kind of like they've been uh, kind of like taking a baseball bat with a and they they're they're allowed to remove the donut now. They can yeah. they can it's going to feel going against defense is going to feel uh, like they have a chance, I think, to move the ball a little bit. 
uh, and they got to score points. And, and, you know, again, that's going to be the, and the flip side is, is that their fate, the, the really good Bills defense is facing a really good Texans offense. So it's, it's, it's one of those games, you know, I wrote today is it's, it's a scenario where something's got to give on both sides. And I, I, I think, um, um, you know, we haven't touched that, you know, on the offensive side, this is Josh Allen's first playoff game. Yeah. It's not Deshaun Watson's. He, in fact, he'd be three for three if he didn't uh, hurt his knee as a rookie because he was having a heck of a season that year. Yep. And so that's going to count for something. And uh, I like Josh's attitude this week. He kind of, he's got the attitude that it's just another game. You know, <clears throat> you know, you can say that, but, you know, come Saturday, it's going to be a really big game. And yeah. But, and, and I, but I do like that they were tested. They were building up to this. They were. And they... I mean, hey, you know, it got big on Thanksgiving in Dallas. You know, it got big in, uh, uh, in Pittsburgh on a, on a nighttime. It got big in, uh, in New England. In New England. You, you think about it, the last, the, the last part of the season, there was the Dallas game, the Pittsburgh game, New England. All of those games were the Bills were the only <clears> game in town at that time. That's what you're looking for as a franchise. You want to get in those types of games. Those are big-time games. That means you're a winning team and you're put into t- to windows on, on the networks where you're the only game on. It's going to be the same thing on Saturday. This is yeah. the only game at 4.30 on Saturday afternoon. So I, I think the players themselves, Leo, I think they don't get quite caught up in that like we do. To them, it's, it's, a, it's a regular game for them. It's the, the field dimensions. Of, I wrote this. The field dimensions are the same. <laughs> Everything about the game is the same. Yeah, more people are going to be watching it. And obviously, Saturday, the stakes are higher because... If you lose, you go home. But I, I don't think they get wrapped up in that national TV thing like fans do, and maybe even us. So for them, it'll be fine. But it is obviously a little bit more pressure because you lose and you're done. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills, like you said, though, they have been tested in this situation. They did pretty well. They beat Dallas. They beat Pittsburgh on the road, lost to the Patriots. But I think this is a team, you know, this is what Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have been building, Leo. The, you know, accountability, culture. You, you get guys that are stable. You get, you know, your process. We always hear about process. They've done all these things. So that's why I think this Bills team is prepared to go on the road and win. Yeah, well, and again, we're, we're always going to reflect on 2017 and how that team just made it by the skin of their teeth. They were, it was euphoric. They were like, oh, my God, we made it. The, you know, the Bengals beat the Ravens on a miracle play at the end, and they're in. Um, this one is, you know, like you said, uh, they, they had it wrapped up with two games to go, and last week was just a – Last Sunday against the Jets was just a, please, can we get this out of the way? It was agonizing. Yeah, it, it was Super Bowl era, and, uh, Bills. That's but what you last look at Sunday that, was. In that locker room on Sunday, my God, it was, uh, wow. You know, it wasn't this champagne celebration that was in Miami two years ago. So that's all good. That's all pointing towards the right direction. And, uh, you know, I think they will, um, you know, I, I think, you know, <laughs> like attitude-wise, I think they are ready. Seeing guys yesterday, they really, well, McDermott can't have them, really much better prepared. I, I know they will be prepared. And there were guys that played, there was, there's not many guys left who played on the 17 team, but you know, a few of those guys even said this week, look, we earned this. That, that, that year, 2017, a lot of things fell our way and we kind of mm-hmm. did slide in the back door, which they obviously did. The, the guys that are still here, they realize this Bills team, like we said at the very top of the show, this team earned its way in to the playoffs and they go in as a team that I think other teams in the playoffs look at as a potentially hard out. I mean, I, I, I would guess that the Texans aren't exactly thrilled that they're getting the Bills. I think they realize this mm-hmm. Buffalo team, oh, yeah. they may be the fifth seed, but they can definitely come down and give the Texans problems. So I think the that's game good. Is, I think the game that's more relevant than 20, I don't know we're talking about Jacksonville, but the game that's most relevant, obviously, is the, the Bills and Texans last 
of last season. Right. And it was just a defensive struggle to the max. Uh, Until uh, Nate a, Peterman a came A 13-13 game, and then uh, uh, Josh, well, I guess when he got hurt, it was... Uh, uh, they were trailing. They then the, it was tight. No, I think it was tight when he got hurt. Peterman actually put them ahead. They got a field goal with Peterman, and then uh, they got a, and then Houston got a field goal. It's 13-13 at the very end, and uh, uh, one of one of uh, Nate's uh, worst interceptions, and he had some doozies. But <laughs> anyway, they lost on a pick it's six, a lengthy and, list, um, Leo. and that was that. So you don't think the Bills are thinking, wow? I mean, who knows what was going to? I mean, that was a heck of a. It was a really a mistake-filled game on both sides. It was. Each side had three turnovers. Uh, hell, they, they sacked the Sean Watson seven times. That's unheard of. He had two yards rushing. Right. It's an unreal. And I, well, and now the Texans yeah. have improved their line since then, though. Yes. I mean, that's yes. probably not going to happen again this week. Yes. Because um, they have improved. Laramie oh, Tunsil's there a, now. Oh, they're a better offense. There's, they no, are. there's no doubt about it. And, uh, so that, that, and that, was a, but that was a Texans playoff team, though, so that, that, that team was. made the playoffs. Um, let's go to the defensive side first for the Bills because, you know, there's obviously the Texans have got um, probably the two best offensive players that we're going to see in this game in Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins who had 104 catches this year. Um, this is going to be key, Leo. I think, you know, I, I'm looking at some comments today from Trey, Trey White. Um, I'm looking at Twitter. Leo and I are here doing this, so we weren't over today. And apparently they're, they're giving off the impression that he may not be shadowing DeAndre Hopkins. Now that could be all just, you know, saying that in the media. But even Leslie Frazier uh, was commenting that we might not do that this week because the Texans have got a really good stable of receivers. If Will Fuller, if Will Fuller plays, goes, that's you, that's and we're great. not sure yet, he's going to be a game-time decision, according yeah. to the people in Houston today. He's their deep threat, and he really, I think they're 8-3 and three when he plays and 2-3 and three when he does not something. He makes a big difference for their offense because if he's in there, it pulls a little bit of the coverage away from DeAndre Hopkins. So I think one of the big matchups in this game, Leo, if Fuller plays, if Trey White, if he ends up shadowing Hopkins, can really do a decent job you're never going to stop them, but if they can contain him, I think that allows the Bills to spread the defense around and account for mm -hmm. Will Fuller and Kenny Stills, both of their tight ends. They've combined for <laughs> yeah, 70 catches and nine touchdowns. They've got some weapons, Leo. So the Bills' defense can't concentrate everything on DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. They're going to have to, you know, well, I think maybe deploy this resources is, everywhere. This is a, in, in hearing Frazier, I mean, that is the uh, – I don't know. I mean, if, if you do just stick, uh, you know – uh, White on Hopkins and hopes he hope you think he's going to win a hundred percent of those battles? No, no, he's not. So I don't know if that's. I mean, it would be a. I mean, it would they they would go toe to toe. There's no doubt. They're two great two great players. Um, but like you say, I don't. It's it's expecting a lot out of Trey White to shut a guy down like that. Right. It's not going to happen. They and the Bills play a ton of zone though too. So they do. And, and uh, it's not all. It's not one on one. Yeah, I, I understand yeah. that. So I think they're. Hey, that, big game for the safeties, obviously. The, the, the key about the, the Texans are a big play uh, offense, too. They like to, they can hit those big plays, and, right. the, Bills, and the Bills don't give up. They don't give plays, them up, exactly. You know, with, the, with two of the best safeties and, and uh, Poyer and, and Hyde. So it's really, it's a great, a great chess match. A great, uh, a, I, I think, you know, I, I, I do believe, hey, you've you got to expect them to score some points. It's, you, I mean, if the Bills hold, if, if, the, if the Bills were to hold them to 17 points, which is about their average, you know, I think they should the, win the game. The question is, can the Bills score more than 17, which they, which is what they got against New England, which, which is what, what they what they got against uh, Baltimore. Um, they have to do. They got to be better than that. Exactly. This really, we, we've asked a lot of this. Uh, we've talked a lot about this Bills defense, and they've had a heck of a year, and they are they are legit. I mean, I I, I got to say. Uh, 
the defense that went down to Jacksonville two years ago. I mean, that he, Sean McDermott was just building this thing. It was just coming around. They got better last year, and they got really good this year. Yeah, they so are. it is ready. It is ready for this stage. It is ready to be a playoff, you know, championship caliber defense. I think the issue is offense, though. So it is. Yeah. I think pass rush is going to be important, Leo. Um, if they can get Watson to make quick decisions and, and maybe give him, you know, a little bit of anxiety back in the pocket, that will help things mm-hmm. because the Bills secondary has been so good. If he has to make a quick decision, chances are there won't be anybody open because the Bills have done such a good job in coverage. So I think pass rush is going to be important. That's why hopefully they're going to have yeah. Shaq Lawson. Even, Shaq uh, Lawson's probably been their best yeah. end this year. Pass I wasn't rushing. even going to mention the rub, but yeah, we didn't bring up a uh, uh, Lawson's injury with the hamstring and right. he's got to be ready you know it's not even so much the rush cell it's it's really the containment and they did a great job by like on Lamar Jackson they did um, with containing um, he did throw three touchdown passes <laughs> yeah he, he's an amazing player but they you know what they did about as good a job as you could on no, Lamar that's Jackson. I think that's I would argue that's the best job anybody's yeah. done done this year against Lamar Jackson yeah. so and a big key was lost in that game he had a, he did really good set the edge and did a really nice job so he's an important player for them I, if he's I, they say he's been working all week you know you were out there yesterday yeah. he was on the field you just don't know with a hamstring injury how much that impacts a guy obviously it hurts a guy who's going to be out in space more but Jack Lawson's a key guy for them Trent Murphy not quite sure what to make of him he got two sacks last week, but that's a good sign. Hopefully, maybe he's got something figured out. And then Jerry Hughes, you know, I wrote, to, I wrote in my, um, I wrote a thing, five key players to watch for the mm-hmm. Bills, like guys that really have to come to play and win. And I put Jerry Hughes in there, Leo, because, you know, everyone talks about, yeah, he's getting pressure. Well, according to Pro Football yeah. Focus, he, he wasn't getting pressure. He had, he had 26, according to them, 26 less pressures this year than he did in 2018. He only had four sacks this year. So I think, I think teams have done a pretty decent job on Jerry Hughes. And you would figure yeah. Laramie, Laramie Tunzel's probably going to get Hughes for the bulk of the game. Yeah. They're going to need something from the other side in this game. That means Lawson and, and Murphy. And obviously the tackles um, have to do their thing too. But I think that's Hughes a key. Has been, uh, Hughes has been quietly uh, hurt all year. I yeah, think. I think uh, so too. He has not been the yeah, dominant force He's not the he's guy that he past. was. He's played through a lot of stuff. Hasn't you know, you know, hasn't whined or complained about it. Just kind of doing what he's got to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's doing what he's got to do to get but, ready. But you every can week. definitely tell the impact is yeah. it's not quite there. Yeah, he's got a lot of the he's got a myriad of uh, lower body stuff uh, and just uh, you know distill a hockey phrase. Yeah. So he's kind of um, he's just kind of pushing through because they have to have him. They don't have the. They don't have the depth, uh, the, which the depth, is why so. edge rusher is going to have to be a yeah. major, a major thing we'll in the that draft. For our draft show. Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. they 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 are definitely going to be in need of an edge rusher uh, in the draft. All right, let's flip over on the offense, Leo. And you know, we just we've sort of talked about this, but the the fact that they can't score more than 17 points a game is an issue in, in the playoffs. I don't care how good your defense is, and this defense is really good. You got to outscore teams, Leo. And yeah. they just have not been able to do it. It's been frustrating. I think Josh Allen has made progress this season. Um, going into his third year, there'll be something more to build on. And that's great. But when you get right down to it, scoring 17 a game in the NFL today is just not good enough. And, mm-hmm. you know, look, we, we know Houston's got a good offense. They're going to score. Bills have got to find a way to at least stay even with them yeah. and hopefully push forward at the very end there. The Bills... The, the, the best thing about the Bills' offense cell probably at times this year was their was their those long drives that they were putting together for a while. You yeah, know? I know. They, you know. they weren't really maybe they're getting field goals or whatever, but it, it allowed their defense to um, 
to excel. Gave them a lot of rest. I, I, I think I had the numbers here somewhere, but the Bills played um, defensively. They faced um, a, lot, a lot less plays, which is, which is a big deal. And uh, like in, in, uh, in 2017, the Bills defense faced 1,015 plays. Uh, this year they faced 985. Um, it's a factor. You're, you're, you're on the field less. Then your, your numbers get better. You're, you're, you're helping. So they were, they were complementary in that regard. But, but you're right. Where, where are you going with, a, with an offense? I mean, they, 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 this, this, this team averages one more point than they did in, uh, in 2017. Right. It's really not. Uh, and they have more talent on this team. And, and they do have more than talent. Than 2017. And you would think, you know, um, it's funny, uh, but, but Tyrod Taylor's numbers are really similar to what Josh Allen has produced this year. They are. And uh, the difference, of course, is Josh is in his second year. Tyrod was probably in his fifth. And uh, Josh has been good with, with uh, game-winning drives. But, you know, lately, not so much. He hasn't really come through not so much, has he? Uh, in, the in, in the, the in Pittsburgh the game, yeah. he came through. The, the, the drive against the Patriots at the end was a good drive to get him there. They just couldn't finish it, which was yeah. unfortunate. But yeah, he's got. What has he got this year? Four. I think it's four fourth quarter game winning drives. Yeah. So he has and, shown and, a yeah. he has shown four, a pension. Four, and then there's a. I think there's four fourth quarter, five game winning drives. Which okay. Is, which is having the, which is having the drive that ends up being the winning drive. Right. So it's so I mean he showed a pension for for rising in the big moments, but you need more from him in the first three quarters. Quite frankly, that's where he hasn't been um, the quarterback that the Bills need him to be. So. A lot's going to be on him in this game, Leo. But I also think his 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 teammates are going to have to have big games. They they've got to give him yeah. help. John Brown, Cole Beasley. They got a week off last week. Singletary too. These guys have all got to step up, Leo, and and play big roles in the game. Because um, like we said, I think there's going to be opportunities for the Bills to make plays. This Houston defense is not one of the elite defenses in the NFL. And if Brian Dable can come in yeah. with a good diverse game plan, and the Bills take care of the ball. There's no reason to think that the Bills can't put up enough points to win. But yeah. all those guys have got to come and have their best games of the year. Single, you know, like you mentioned earlier about their problems on first and second down. Now, if Singletary, he's rested. They gave the rookie off last week. Yeah, uh, which made sense. You don't want him to get Absolutely, hurt. because they don't have, you know what, they don't have much at running back. They really don't. We love Frank Gore, um, but, he, he, you know, Frank Gore's done. they're not looking to him to, to win them this game. Um, Everyone talked about Yeldon, but at this point, they're probably not going to play. You know, I, I, to, I don't think he's going to be active. He'd probably be active, and they're going to, you know, we, who would you rather have, Yeldon in there or Frank Gore? Yeldon, you know, Yeldon <laughs> on screen passes? I don't, don't get us started on all that. Uh, but, Leo, that's but, a, it's an argument we could have been made the whole do it whole out second of respect, half of the year. They're going to do it out of respect to Frank Gore. I get it. I don't know. But, but Yeldon, was a, he's a nice player. He really is. I, and I don't, it seems like they got some weapon there that they just sat in the garage all year. So, yeah. Um, but Singletary's going to be a really key guy. He's had a nice rookie year. He came 30 yards shy, 31 yards shy of a, a thousand yards from scrimmage. Mm -hmm. He's a nice little player. I don't think he's the long-term yeah, solution. Yeah, you, you keep saying that. You don't think? I think he could be their back for a few years here. Yeah. I do. I think. I, I again. I think you can plug. We've talked I could about be right. this. I hope so. I love the kid. Great attitude. He just he's seems got like great you, can, you can plug a lot of yeah. guys in. You don't need Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, look at the Cowboys. They had. Yeah. Where, where are they? They're not in the playoffs. You don't need a stud yeah. superstar be, running well, back. Well, I in this hope league. I'm wrong. I, I just. I just. I just see. Uh, you know, with his physical stature over the over time, I don't right, see him small being. Guy. I don't see him playing it, being that guy. But you know, like you said, running backs are disposable. Um, but the Bills got to go. <laughs> they're going to have to get another one because I. Well, there's no doubt they're, they're not bringing Frank Gore back. No, they? I don't so. think they're bringing Gore back, and they're probably not bringing yeah. Yeldon back. I think yeah. Yeldon signed a one-year deal. Yeah, well, he was one year, so I don't think they're going to bring him back either. But Singletary's a 
fun little player to watch, and I, and I know he's uh, he's 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 a concern for the for the Texans trying to stop this guy who just doesn't quit. He just keeps going forward. What so. has bothered me is that, and you know my thing with special teams, and I, I just I, I just refuse to believe that having Sonoris Perry, who's the fourth string running back, active all year just for special teams, and you dry docked. T.J. Yeldon, who can help your offense as a pass catcher, I just think that was a questionable move. But again, the, the, these guys, they love special teams. That's why Robert Foster is playing and not right. Duke Williams. People have been clamoring for Duke Williams all year. Robert Foster's playing because he plays special teams, and he has the speed that if they ever decide to use it, maybe he can break a big play. Duke Williams doesn't give him that. So couple, there's a couple guys that we've kind of questioned all year. Why are they active? And, hey, they're in the playoffs. They know what they're doing, I guess. But... I think I would have done things slightly different. Um, I'm going to go to a couple comments here because Leo, we've got we've got listeners today in England and Ireland. Oh, how's that? Jonty D, love you too. Watching in England, he wants to know: Are the Bills fortunate to be on the road in this poor season? Well, I think he means because the Bills were four and four at home oh, this year. They were point. six and two at <laughs> home. Uh, maybe they are. Maybe they are a better road team this year. The record would prove that. I looked it up, Leo. This is the first time since 2008 that they had a better road record than home record, and it's well, only the second time this century they were better on the road than at home. So, I don't know, they've, they've certainly proved that they can go into some tough places. Um, Dallas, turns out they, they probably weren't a very good team. Tough place to play, 90,000 people in that in that building. And yeah. Obviously, Pittsburgh, we, we both belt, thought that was the toughest yeah. home field advantage the Bills had to play against all year, and they got it done. So, and Houston, look, Houston is going to be, it's going to be loud because it's, it's a dome stadium, but I don't think anybody around the league thinks that the Houston crowd is the most, you know, is the toughest road crowd to be going against. It ain't Philadelphia. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not no, Pittsburgh. It's they don't talk, not quite they, the same they, they, thing. The NRG Stadium's not exactly Lambeau. Yeah. So, uh, so it's they, a place they can go in for sure. They know how to go. They go down there and they'll, uh, they, we talked about their mental toughness. It is a mentally tough team. It and, is. And it really is. And it take, they take after... They've embodied their head coach in that regard, and 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 they're they're going to be fine. It's a good, good question, and they they are they're hey they they're going to be on the road for they the playoffs. Are. So and they're, they're unless ready. Tennessee makes a run and the Bills make a run, it's not going to be at New Era Field. So we also have John Patrick, who's watching from Ireland. Hello, John Patrick, in Ireland, and he he has he has Duke Yeldon Sweeney question mark asking if any of those guys are going to be active. Uh, I would prefer that for sure two of those guys were Sweeney and Yeldon. I don't think I, I don't think any of them are. I think they're going to stick with Tyler Croft at, as the backup tight end to Dawson Knox. And Lee Smith plays because he's a blocker. He plays about twenty-five to thirty percent of the snaps. <laughs> so you've got him. So I, I like Sweeney, Tommy Sweeney. Sweeney's a nice looking you, young tight end. I tell you, he played with early. Dawson Knox. He played early yeah. in the year when Croft was out, and he made a few plays. And then he comes in last week. He was five for seventy-six. Yeah. It seems like everything they throw to him, he seems to catch. He's a tall, rangy guy. Exactly what you're looking for in a tight end. The problem is he can't block a lick, and he's going to have to learn how to do that. So I don't think he's going to play in the playoff game. But I, I kind of like him as a seventh-round pick. I mean, there's that they might have something with Dawson Knox and Tommy Sweeney as two young kids Absolutely. that they can develop. Because I think Tyler Croft's been a bum. Not a bum. <laughs> I think he's been a waste. It's been a, it's been a wasted year for Tyler Croft. And at the money they're paying him, Leo, uh, you know, I'm thinking they might want to move on and just but, but play the a, kids. He had a multi, but he's... Three years. Yes. Three so, years, 18 million total. So that's... So he's going to be... They've got some investment there. He's going to be here. Well, at least, uh, you know, we've always talked ad nauseum about uh, the Bills' tight end situation. But at least they go into next year 
with three guys they've that we some, know can play. They've got some people. And I don't for know about sure. Croft yourself. You're, Lee Smith, I don't know. He's been a nice. He's a nice. Uh, great guy in the locker room. He's a nice room. veteran guy. Great quote. Um, but I don't know what they need in him either. Absolutely. Me, anyway, um, Seth Missile is um, is acknowledging Bills Mafia in Ireland. Love to see it. Nice. Very good. Seth also says Singletary is the man, and we've talked about that a little bit. I think Singletary will be a key player for them. Obviously, I think the Bills would like to run the ball in this game. I also think that you know we haven't really seen Josh Allen running the ball too much lately, which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I also think that Josh Allen's at his best when there are, there are called quarterback draws where he drops back oh, yes. and the C opens and he goes. We haven't seen any of that lately. And I think when he scrambles, he can be very dangerous. They have, they have not had him running very much these last few weeks. I, I would guess in New England, I'm pretty sure they had somebody spying him which was the problem. Yeah. And I think Pittsburgh have, uh, did the same thing, too. Texas actually. got a good middle linebacker in, uh, what, Cunningham? Uh, yeah. 100 some t- 140 tackles close to. Yep. So and I don't know if he's going to he get out can, there. Maybe he's going to have a role of but don't you think? But don't you think that Allen's legs in a game like this, we talked about Dable yeah. putting together a, diver- a diverse game plan. I think Allen's legs have got to be a part of that game plan. I don't, I don't, I'm not crazy about some of the RPOs and the designed sweeps because he gets hit. But... I think they have to give them free reign where, look, if you're dropping back, nobody's there, take off. Yeah. The draw, I think they've kind of tried to held them in the pocket too yeah. long. The, the, his QB draw has been very, very effective. And obviously with his size and his ability to see over everybody and when it opens up like that, yeah, it's, it's really, really dangerous. But, you know, they're going to they have, just like the Bills are concerned about keeping, you know, Watson in the pocket, the, the Bills want to do the, the Texans want to do the right. same with, they do. with Josh Allen. And they want to hit him. They, they know that he fumbles. They want to attack the football. If he, when he's in the pocket, you have to attack the football and get him to turn it over. I think, I think most defenses, Leo, they've seen enough of Josh Allen in the year and a half he's been a starter that you do want to make him a quarterback. That was the old line about Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Make him be a quarterback. Make him stand in there and prove he can beat you. And really, Josh Allen hasn't, hasn't completely done that. He hasn't proven that he can stand in the pocket all day and pick a team apart. So I think you're right. The Texans are going to try to contain him, keep him in the pocket. They probably will spy him. I would guess because yeah you can you can spy Josh Allen because the Bills don't have that elite offensive talent where you're you're using one guy mm-hmm. on Josh Allen and that weakens you somewhere else. The Bills don't they don't they just don't have that elite talent on offense yet where you'd have to worry about not having your middle linebacker or whoever it is dropping back to cover somebody. So I think that you might see that in this game on Saturday. All right, anything else you want to get to before we head down to Houston? You're coming with me. Yeah, you're we're flying. On the road. You're back in the air, Leo. I know. <laughs> I haven't been on the. I've been to a lot of road games this year, You've but we drove to, we've, we've driven to them. Make sure you make sure uh, your your shaving bag three ounces or less. Don't, now we're going. Don't pack a big toothpaste. I haven't flown in many years, so I know. But we're going down, and we're going down with a Jamie Germano, our photographer. We're so the DNC. We're going to cover this thing, and I hope people. Uh, uh, tune into what we have to offer over the weekend. All right. All right, folks, enjoy the uh, the wild card game, 4.30, Saturday afternoon on ESPN. And as we said, we'll be down in Houston, so follow us right here at DemocratAndChronicle.com. Take care, everybody.